0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you.
1: Brendan, And this is Come, Come through, Queen. through Queen. This is episode 14. That's my opinion!
2: <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about uh, the new New Jersey taglines and Teresa's big interview about Joe being in prison.
1: We'll also discuss the rumors that Lisa Vanderpump is leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, as well as a bombshell interview Alex McCord gave about (laughs) her former Housewives co-stars.
2: And then we're going to talk about part two of the Southern Charm Reunion, this week's Big Brother, and uh, the newest episode of Real Housewives of New York.
1: And for this week's deep dive, we've asked listeners to share their unpopular opinions with us about their favorite reality shows and popular culture, and we'll share some of ours as well. Yes. Um, We'll talk about everything from Real Housewives to New York City prep, NYC Prep to the short-lived Kid Nation. And as
2: always, we will close out the show by telling you who the Freak of the Week is and who is the one true queen. All right. Let's jump into it, Dan.
1: So, uh, New Jersey's Upon Us. It's coming out on Sunday. This upcoming Sunday. Um, and, you know, the usual lead-up to a new season, we find out the taglines are. Yes. what, what What they are. So we'll go through them. Uh, We'll start with the strongest one, Jacqueline Loretta, coming back... You really think it's the strongest one? Oh, yeah. Maybe this is the first unpopular episode. This is the first <laughs> unpopular... Actually, no, I haven't, so it's fine. Uh, so, so Jacqueline says, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, you better run. <laughs> this is Jacqueline's redemption. She's yeah. coming back full time. We love a chase scene. <laughs> we love a chase scene. <laughs> you better run. Um, yeah. Let's get through the rest, and we'll talk about, like, our hopes and dreams for the season a little bit. Okay, okay. okay. All right. So, Melissa Borga. I always act like a lady, but now I think like a boss. Okay. Okay. Uh, your possible favorite... Uh, not tagline, not but housewife this season, right? Yeah, I already think that Dolores
2: is going to be one of my favorite housewives of all time. Yeah. This is just a prediction.
1: So, she has to say... I was raised Jersey strong. Nothing in this life can shake me. Okay. Probably the weakest of the taglines. Whatever. But, like, we, we don't know her yet. I don't right. know. It's yeah. better than Melissa's. Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right. So, <laughs> Siggy Flicker. Some people think I'm too much. They're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my, my best attempt, Siggy. <laughs> Which I, after, after Jacqueline's, I like that one a lot. <laughs> um... And then lastly, we have uh, Teresa. I used to flip tables. Now I'm turning them. And that's pro- that's promo for her book, Turning Tables.
2: Yeah, exactly. Being released on paperback soon. Oh yeah,
1: with an additional with chapter. An additional chapter about life after prison. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, like, today was really the first day I realized that you know Jacqueline's coming in strong with two allies.
2: Well, we didn't get that from the trailer. What yeah. happened was in my endless searching around Dolores' Facebook page, yeah, I found a very recent photo of her, uh, Jacqueline, and Siggy, and it says, with my two besties. So, like, from the trailer, you think that Jacqueline's sort of on the out of everyone, with everyone? everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I think she found allyship in uh, Dolores and Siggy.
1: Yeah, well, also, I did a little investigative journalism for this podcast. So Dolores only follows Kath, Jacqueline, and... Siggy on Twitter. She doesn't follow Melissa. Or she doesn't her follow trait. Melissa or Trey. Oh. So the battle lines have been drawn. Does she follow Rosie? No. Oh. Yeah. Um, or I didn't notice that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but in other Jersey news, uh, Teresa is giving interviews now leading up to like the, the series, and they're talking about... They're asking her about Joe being in jail, obviously. So people... A magazine did an interview with Teresa, and she's talking about like they're keeping in touch via email, phone calls, weekly visits, (laughs) and she says there's there's a lot of nasty emails, a lot of sexual emails going back and forth. I'm not going to tell you the things he writes to me. Ew. Which is like, so they always like play it up. That's what, in New Jersey, like, Like, her Juicy
2: Joe. Oh, and then, uh, I was recently rewatching. watching uh... Like, Joey Gorga always, always talks, talks about, about the... Like, the poison. The po- that's oh the my grossest... God. <laughs> the grossest way to refer to your, um, sperm. Yeah. yeah. The most disgusting way. Yeah.
1: So, I think, I mean, based off everything that we now know... Uh-huh. I might be going into this team, Jacqueline and her minions, Siggy and, uh, Dolores... I have realized recently that I'm
2: very pro-Jacqueline because she's the glue of Jersey. She was season Ooh. one.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she
2: was for part of season two. Yeah. Or at least the reunion.
1: Yeah. She, like... Well, she was the glue back then. I don't think she's going to be the glue this time around.
2: I know, but that cl- Chris Larita. Yeah. It's the rock Oh of
1: my Jersey. God. Is he your favorite house husband?
2: <laughs> of all, t- not maybe not of all time, but. But well, he's, he's up there.
1: For he's you. up there.
2: He's That's up there. Sick.
1: I, I just like, <laughs> want him to cradle me. Oh my God. All right. Uh, so, Brendan, tell us about what's going on in Beverly Hills.
2: So, Lisa Vanderpump might be leaving Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, she's. Feeling very indecisive after last season's negative vibes, and is frustrated by production of Bravo. She's also um, claiming that she's a little too busy <laughs> filming for Vanderpump, Ru- filming for <laughs> Vanderpump Rules, her three restaurants, and her her uh, dog organization, Stop Yulin Forever, which the you festival just, where they eat just dogs. Just stop Yulin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she recently met with the producers at Pump last week to discuss the future. Um, one thing's for certain though, Vanderpump Rules isn't going anywhere. Thank God. Thank God. And um, there might be a spinoff centered around Pump in the works. Oh. Which is weird oh, yeah. because you know how, Abby,
1: we have in our first episode I think we talked about that Abby spinoff. Yeah,
2: the E is doing the Abby spinoff. That's sp- not, not the spinoff. The show about the, the Abby yeah. that... The uh, gay bar, like, two doors down from, um, Pump. Yeah. So, I don't know what I want to happen. Like, Lisa is the matriarch of Beverly Hills, in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. but that stuff also needs a shake-up. Pump Vanderbilt rules. Oh, no, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what what do you want? Do you want to see her
1: stay or go? Um, I don't want... Kyle Richards to be the, the lone the OG. Yeah. Because then, like, if she's the lone one, it'll be like she can never leave them Because they always want to keep around an OG. I guess, but Atlanta didn't
2: have an OG for a little bit. No, but they brought Nene back the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, minute, the minute she wasn't there. At the last minute, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I agree with that comment. Yeah. Uh, so I really, like, I would prefer Vanderpump to remain the OG. Okay. Yeah. But that, that they need to shake it up. Definitely need a shake up. But we don't know the details of that yet, so we'll just have to wait and see. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. Okay, so probably my favorite news of the week. Oh, God. I love um, anything having to do with Alex McCord, and she's back in the news. So she gave an interview to Australia's Sunrise Morning Show. Is that like the Today Show of Australia? Like, is
2: she that big down there? Yeah. And she mean, gets that? I hope so. The only, I guess the only celebrities that I know out of Australia are like Kylie Minogue and Alex McCord.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I also hope, like, put her on a real house in Melbourne.
2: And then it'll become canon.
1: Yeah. yeah. Then it will become canon. Yeah, I will watch that. Even, even without Andy Cohen hosting a reunion, McCord on Melbourne Housewives. Right would be canon. Except this interview tends to show she might not agree to do that. So apparently in the interview she said, uh, and I quote, all the women who stayed on the show have lost their marriages and their family. Why would you ever give up your children and your husband for crazy women? (laughs) The funny thing is when I look back and remember the parties and events, they all look so glamorous, but they never are. Uh, It's not a very glam, it's not very glam in real life. Anyone who has had that life would understand. This is just like, Yeah, because I remember licking her wounds.
2: I remember her go right after she was fired. She went on like GMA or something like that, and like basically begged for her job back. Yeah,
1: well, that was back when she was still in the states. Yeah. Now that she's like halfway across the world, like, there's no hope of her even having like an FOH moment. What if she comes back from Australia
2: just to do some Fohs? I know, but I like I see her bitterness because you could tell like her and Ramona were never friends, even though they were allies at the end.
1: Well, I, I think they like they do consider each other friends now. Do they tweet at each other? There's nothing to say. <laughs> what what evidence <laughs> do you have of a real friendship? No, because oh, uh, in like the Ramona coaster. Oh, what did she say? I didn't read it, but like as for Alex, Uh, (laughs) I read it and I don't (laughs) remember. Yeah, yeah, like (laughs) as for Alex, like I think Ramona identified Alex, Alex as a true friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I think she got close with with Ramona and Bethany. I think she. Yeah. Well, they made
2: appearances on Bethany exactly married. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Bethany Ever After.
1: Yeah, so it's it's sad to see her take this stance. Like, Danielle Staub has done a similar thing where she, like, will, like, talk about how, like, she'll respond to all the tweets that say, like, you you were better than that show. It's, like, good that you left. And then also, like, you were the best part. You should come back. Like, she'll appreciate any kind of attention one way or the other. Yeah. And I kind of feel like this is, like, Alex's, Alex McCord's similar response.
2: Yeah. Well, good thing we can still buy her. Towels on Groupon. No,
1: actually, you cannot. Because I <laughs> was doing a little research for like a a, a future show that we're planning of like Housewives products.
2: And like, you were gonna purchase some.
1: Yeah. Towels. To like to like feel how they they feel in the flesh, uh-huh. like how well do they dry you? Um, it's like not available anywhere. You, you
2: know what we should do one time? We should go knock on her old door. Oh, I know exactly where it and is. And see what's what who lives there uh
1: well I
2: I already looked up the deeds so I know who lives there
1: let's contact them on Facebook something (laughs) I think that might be a little creepy okay we'll see what happens um so I guess that's it for the news this week. That's it for the news. We have a bunch of shows to talk about. Even without OC, there was no OC this week. OC
2: was canceled. Not canceled. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> Jesus, after two episodes. Sorry to scare you. Um, OC was, uh, uh, they didn't have an episode because of the holiday, which I still thought was a little weird because we've only had two episodes, so we're yeah, not we're, to
1: it. Yeah, we're not like into the thick of it. Yeah. like I don't need a break yet.
2: But we'll be there we'll be there next week. Yeah, next so week. let's go on to Southern Charm. Yeah,
1: now that you're a proud charmer <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you make of this episode? Well, a lot
2: of it was around the drug stuff at the beginning. Oh yeah, 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 Um the Catherine uh, what's his name? Mr. Ravenel. Thomas Ravenel. Saga. Yeah. Um, and I thought what was very interesting is that Catherine said they took two separate types of drug tests. Yeah,
1: hair follicle and something else.
2: And Thomas shaved his entire body yeah. for it and was wearing long sleeves and long socks to not be found out. That is some shady business. I also decided he looks like one of those like old-timey wooden puppets. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Catherine also had one of the best responses to a viewer question because, like, Andy always couches, like, the difficult questions Mm -hmm. from, like, a viewer rather than asking them himself. Yeah. So, like, I don't remember what the question was, but her response was, ew, what a sketchy person (laughs) (laughs) to one of the questions that was submitted by a fan. Um, It was also interesting how Andy wants um, Thomas and Catherine to end up together. I could see that happening. I mean, mean (laughs) they the fact that they, like, had a kid Broke up, got back together, had another kid, like just goes to show you anything that's possible.
2: Yeah, and early in this episode, we were introduced to a woman I've never met. <laughs> it was only like my third episode Jennifer Snowden. Yes. And she was given, I thought. She was an F.O.H. or a F.O.C. Yeah. An, F, an F.O.C., a friend of and Charmer. A, an F.O.C., and she was given the first seat on the couch. Yeah, the power position, yeah. And I was trying to think of, like, who has been given that? And one person who has is mm-hmm. Rosie from Jersey. Who deserves it? Who deserves it? But I figured they gave it to this woman because she's pregnant?
1: Yeah, like, out of respect, maybe? Yeah. Pregnancy respect? So I really don't know her story. Um, okay, it's so weird. So, which just was a show like, Southern Charm can't be produced because like these are like, these people's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jennifer was hooking up with Thomas Ravenel, like in between his relationship with Catherine. But she didn't confirm that, remember? She said
2: she would never kiss and tell. Her yeah, ever.
1: exactly. Well, but when you say that, that means... Or squirp and tell. Yeah, you never squirp and chirp. Um, <laughs> but and pretty much means like she was, so anyway, she w- had some sort of relationship with Thomas, and then that ended. Mm-hmm. And Then it became like the first wives club of Thomas Ravenel, like Catherine and Jennifer teaming up against Thomas Ravenel. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs>
2: they should do a spin off
1: that's <laughs> called The First Wives of
2: Charleston,
1: yeah. Uh, so, so Jennifer was like kind of like putting things into Catherine's head mm-hmm. and Thomas like got annoyed and essentially banned Catherine from hanging out with Jennifer. Okay. But and now Jennifer's pregnant with like someone else who we don't even know whose child it is. Um, and I guess that's it. So I wait, she... I
2: tweeted something during um, while I was watching and I tweeted without t- tagging anyone. I said Jennifer Snowden from Southern Charm will be played by Busy Phillips in a movie. And she found my tweet and retweeted that. <laughs> Busy Phillips. I
1: want, wait, no, Busy retweeted it? No, 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 no sorry, Jenner. sorry. Jenif-
2: Jennifer retweeted it, but it was like something about Busy Phillips, which isn't, like, I like Busy Phillips, but it's not like the like grand- grandest thing ah. that I would go out of my way to retweet. So,
1: I, let me suggest, the, I don't think it was because you mentioned Busy Phillips. I would say it's because you, because... Jennifer Stoneman probably doesn't get a ton of Twitter Just mentions. anyone's... And a millennial man probably read that tweet on her behalf. <laughs> For and every tweet her man. millennial <laughs> man. Um, I mean, every FO, C, or H needs a millennial man to, that's true. to manage their account. Um, what else?
2: Uh, I- there was a lot of like mentions of what like everyone had been doing prior to the show starting. Like One of them was the host of Girls Gone Wild...
1: Or, well, Cameron. Cameron, in between being on real the Real World and oh, yeah, yeah, Southern yeah, yeah, yeah. Charm, like I guess she hosted Girls Gone Wild at some point. Um, and then
2: Landon was being considered for The Hills. Well,
1: yeah. Well, she actually is on The Hills as like someone's assistant. Like there, like there's screenshots online yeah, if you want to Oh, she's out. an
2: FO, FOH of The Hills.
1: Yeah, she's a friend of a hill, a hilltopper. So was Taylor Armstrong. A- amongst other people, amongst as well. a lot of other people. Yeah, Sheena Shea. There's <laughs> many more. Um, but yeah, that was defi- but like, Andy kind of dragged the Hills a little bit, because like, Landon's excuse oh, for not scripted? wanting to be on it was like, oh, like, I didn't want to like, expose my life at that time, da-da-da. And then Andy was like, but it was a scripted show, and she's like, well, oh, you know, like her like stupid Landon voice. But didn't the Hills acknowledge that it was scripted at the end? Not at the end, like many years later, they acknowledged I it. thought it ended, and they like, they like, like pulled away, like and it was like, live or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I think
2: that actually happened. No, it definitely happened. No, I remember reading about it in the news. They did not pull away, like it was <laughs> yes, live. Yes, they did.
1: They totally,
2: one hundred percent did. Oh my god! Unless I'm making up fan fiction. Did, yeah. we, did you watch The Hills?
1: Uh, I did, but I'm
2: sure you're not like, an expert.
1: Yeah, I mean, I watched it like when it was important. I didn't watch it like near the end when animals. it was dying off. I'm um, telling you this happened. Alex did comment during the, the reunion that the Southern Charm cast members probably have, like, the best vocabulary out of any Bravo show. Like, give me an example. Uh, like, they were saying, like, insidiary, sanctimonious. Like, these are not words you hear on, like, Unless like, you're Housewives. talking to Camille Grimer,
2: grammar, uh, first season. Yeah, like,
1: based on the word of the day that she saw <laughs> on, like, her cat, word of the day calendar. <laughs> what were the words that she used? Yeah oh my god, I feel like embarrassed for not knowing. Same. It's
2: like an important part of scholarly history that I just like is slipping my mind right now. Mm, yeah. So we'll but figure it, just, it out. It just as a
1: show, our voc- vocabulary is not there. <laughs> Quite um,
2: not. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have much else to talk about in Southern Parliament. Excuse me if you do, but there was, a, they were showing like pictures of Landon and Thomas on vacation. There's just a random picture of them in a pineapple? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So like that, that was like all the evidence of how Landon was trying to woo Thomas, and I guess like one of the, the biggest um, examples of this was a pineapple I mean, posing with a pineapple, smiling. <laughs> you know, actually, I
2: will say, I heard somewhere somebody in the suburbs told me that if you have a pineapple outside of your home, it means you're a swinger. Oh my okay. god, get out of here! No, no, what what like, like,
1: <laughs> like a, a flag
2: of a pineapple.
1: I'm not even kidding, I've been told this. Wow. Uh, well, I didn't know that, but I'll give you a little wrap-up of my last few Southern Charm things, especially for you guys who are actually fans of the show. Um, I did like when Catherine told Landon that she was fired as a stepmother, stepmother to Stacey Dash's children. Oh, yes, I remember this. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, also, like, while Landon was, like, like, squirping and chirping like a lunatic, Annie said, I'm going to murder myself. (laughs) 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 Which which is like weird to see Andy chiming in on a personal level.
2: I love when he does that. Yeah, he breaks it a few times, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, Catherine tells Landon to shut up about thirty times over the course of these two episodes. I just loved Catherine's body language the entire reunion. She was like in that Victorian
2: dress. Mm. She, oh, that was another good part when she said that she made her uh, choker that she had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She said she made a beautiful vintage antique. Thing. And like, <laughs> I don't,
1: I'm not a fan of Landon, but her and Cameron looked at each other and just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, there was a, another hug at the end. We've talked about hugs on reunions recently with like Leanne and um, who hugged Leanne? Brandy? Yeah. Or Carrie? I don't remember. Carrie. But, but anyway, Catherine and Whitney had had a hug, but like theirs was a genuine moment because it was filmed during commercial break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which he was interesting. Walked over. Yeah, so that was good. Um, and I guess that's pretty much it for Southern Charm. So that was the the part two, the final part of this reunion. And I'll be tuning in next
2: year. Maybe I'll watch yeah. back episodes. No, you definitely
1: got to catch up in, in, in time. Are I you're... sort
2: of just like going along with the flow.
1: <laughs> you might not be a scholar for the show. Um,
2: I find it more fun to talk about because the people just pop up and I don't yeah. know who they are yet. Yeah, and then I guess give you an explanation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, we, have, we have a little Big Brother update going on uh-huh. uh, this week. We just watched the, the episode that aired on Wednesday night. Which is the power of veto episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you make of the current situation in Big Brother?
2: Well, I was I I like it because I love at the beginning when like there's just a couple of like dummies like, dummies <laughs> who have no idea that they are about to be out. Yeah. So that's what's going on with Victor right now. Yeah. He thought he had this friendship in the bearded guy. Yeah. What's his name? Paul uh, maybe. Paul. Yeah. Yeah but everyone in the house is like conspiring against Victor and he thinks he's like so safe he, it's great yeah um, um, i love mama day running the show yeah i love the i love the all girls alliance
1: except for they they're thinking of kicking out Tiffany the poker player's sister I support that. Yeah, because she's a, a Looney Tune just like her sister was. I'm convinced they're the same person. I'm convinced she just dyed her hair to get back into that. <laughs> that would be very mischievous poker player like of her. Um, no, it's definitely not. So they, de- they, if you do close your eyes, like they sound like the same human. Um, I love King James playing pranks on everyone. I don't. Um, I'm sick of it. You know what? I think it's like a good strategy. Because he's doing all this nonsense and like no one considers him like a major player. Threat, right. yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't even come up in conversation of like who to kick out.
2: But the montage they had about him like flirting or trying to flirt with girls yesterday, yeah, was just like so cringy. And it's like, man, d- don't talk to women like that. It's um, creepy.
1: Uh, and there was a lack of Nicole in this episode, which I was sad about. I know. Like I love her narrations. I love. Hearing her just walk us through. Her voice. So we so we have up for elimination. We did this last week. Let's do it again. Uh, we have Tiffany. Mm-hmm. We have Brontosaurus Rex. <laughs> and we have now guess, Victor up. Yeah. So who do you vote to evict?
2: Uh, Victor, I guess. Yeah,
1: I vote to Vic- Victor. But oh, sort of Tiffany, because if they do Tiffany,
2: next week's episode will be better because paulie or paul whichever one the
1: bearded one or the cal fury brother cal fury That's paulie. he's paulie yeah
2: he put his ass in the line mm. to put victor yeah. up so it that would, would make, really shake things it up. would make next week's yeah. episode really interesting yeah yeah
1: but i do think like this season for those of you who haven't been watching you can still catch up yeah it's like you're not beyond beyond the point of no hope but uh <laughs> this season is like definitely interesting because it's not like it, it's not to the point where like you know what's going to happen each week yeah, yeah yeah like there's not like i mean there is a, like a large alliance in power but like things are still like shifting like people are breaking off within that alliance yeah yeah, yeah uh so that's it for big brother this week we have a live episode just coming up so tune into that tune there's in tomorrow. tomorrow to that well Tune in today, (laughs) (laughs) because... When people listen to this, it'll be today. So, I guess that brings us to this week's New York. Yeah, it was... I thought it was going to be a throwaway episode, but I feel like... It redeemed itself by the end. It redeemed itself
2: by the end. Yeah. So there was a lot of Bethany at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. And a lot of stuff about them going to doctors. yeah, yeah. Which, like, I just don't want to watch other people go to the doctor. Yeah.
1: It's not... Well, this is kind of like this is turning into the Munchausen of the season, and that like I don't care about Bethany's health problems.
2: Yeah, but one one interesting thing that we saw at the beginning mm-hmm. was. I think I know what you're gonna say. Bethany, getting ready for the party that we had all seen the paparazzi photos yeah. for, where she donned a red wig. Yeah, it was like the skinny girl candy launch.
1: Yeah, but also there was Christopher Buckle. Christina Aguilera and Mariah Carey's makeup artist. Yeah, I didn't know that. I know, I didn't know... <laughs> I recognize him, I didn't know his full name, but luckily we had Christina Scholar Alex in the room with us. And let's bring him out to no, talk... To you- <laughs> no, he's already in bed. Uh, and then we also had uh, uh, one of Bethany's assistants that we've never met before, but apparently she's a managing director, Joanne. She's a messy bitch, she lives for the drama, she's a liar, and she's a scammer. Um... And then, I, then, oh, that's a reference that I don't get. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like, none of that happened on the show.
1: <laughs> if only. Well, the show, this, the, this episode started with a Joanne and ended up with another Joanne. Oh my god, get we'll too. get to that yeah. later. Um, but, so, yeah, it's the debut of Skinny Girl Chocolates.
2: By the way, Dan was playing the new Pokemon Go game oh, yeah. for I this entire was time. So du- I, I, I,
1: I mean, <laughs> normally I have like several pages of notes for New York, and I have like a page and a half this week because I was busy catching them all. I'm uh, sorry, I have my priorities. I
2: played it for like five minutes. It's not that fun. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> Jules went to the plastic surgeon. Who his face? Oh, that was. His mouth did not move when he spoke. So it was kind of like when Landon talks. Yeah. Can't understand. Yeah. Um. She, and my sister actually texted me during this. She, like, Jules was, like, really eager for her plastic surgeon. And so when she was taking off her clothes to, like, get into the robe, she threw her pants across the room in, like, the most eager fashion. Mm. My sister texted me that she was being insane and, like, very, very excited about this yeah. plastic surgeon. Yeah, I
1: feel like when... A plastic surgeon's own plastic surgery is questionable. It makes me like nervous for what he could do. Yeah, that's you know why I'm i would,
2: That's why I would go to Terry DeBro. Like a
1: lack of restraint. Yeah, yeah I would trust Terry. Um, but she wants her little pistachio back, so <laughs> all, all the best. Uh, She's still
2: our sister, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, one other thing from from the skinny girl chocolate thing I want to mention. Was uh, like Bethany didn't invite the girls other than Carol because she, mm-hmm. she just wants Carol to be proud of her. Because Carol's her family. I thought that was sweet. I would if I liked either of them, but <laughs> I
2: don't. <laughs> Carol had some redemption this episode, though. Uh, because she
1: was later. We'll oh, know yeah, yeah, we'll get to Um Also, we learned that Cookie Da Boo Boo uh, licked away all of Bethany's tears during her vagina scares. Kid for Cookie. Cookie's, like, heavily featured on Snapchat as well. Like, every day, there's a picture of, like, Cookie holding on for dear life. And Bethany's moaning in the background. My gray lady. My gray lady. Uh, she's gonna lose her mind when
2: Cookie dies. I know. Cookie's only got five good summers. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think
1: I don't think even that
2: much. Cookie's yeah, like,
1: Cookie's, like, 20 years Cookie's, old. No, Cookie's in her teens. Yeah. Which is, like, the sunset years of her life. Dogs don't live forever.
2: Um, one thing that I did like was uh, Ramona, Gerinda, and Carol all going over to Bethany's apartment. They had a cute conversation. I like the friendship between Ramona and Bethany because I feel like it makes Bethany likable yeah. to some degree. Yeah,
1: that's like one of the few redeeming moments of Bethany is when she's hanging out with Ramona and like not being mean to Ramona. Yeah. Um, also, she was describing <laughs> like her. Like when, I, when Bethany went to the doctor with Carol, I think, she was describing to that doctor, like, her big incident, and she was saying it was a bloodbath. It's a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, very disturbing. Apparently Brynn was there, too, to witness this crime scene. So that was a little sad. Oh, poor Brynn. Um, but I, I, I found it interesting during that, that meet-up with the four girls that you mentioned that they didn't blur out the frozen placemat that, like, Bethany was wiping off. But yet they blurt out last week the what are you doing here without Dorinda t-shirt. I want the, like, Which doesn't even make any sense because this is an NBC-owned property and Frozen is ABC-owned. So like, why, how did that slip through? I don't know legal, man. I don't know. I, well, I just I had my little legal cap on. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've learned, we learned about diaphragms and brassieres. This This whole season's very like women's issues.
2: I learned from Ramona that the diaphragm is always in place, baby.
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> it's because she put it in place. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked when also, when Dorinda and Lou, when Lou finally comes onto the scene after like a half an episode without her, and she's like, I hear a deep voice, I knew it was you.
2: Yeah, Lou was playing sick also. Oh, she was she's not really sick. It? She was faking it. From what, just, what I could see, she was just rubbing... Her nose too much and like <laughs> oh, oh. <my> God. <laughs> like if you're sick why did you go out for breakfast plans and dinner plans
1: because she's gotta film a show <laughs> <laughs> i mean she's got a show to be but on. but then they
2: role played which has been become like a thing, uh, yeah, thing this season new york has Is they're always role playing a, like how you go for an apology or yeah. a conversation
1: well lou also brought up a good point during this conversation where like the women are which I think I made this point to a degree during the the Lou special, where, like, the other women keep bringing up the whole, like, the Countess thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, Lou's dropped the Countess thing. Like, she's not bringing it up anymore. She's not acting like the Countess. But, yeah, like, the other women are saying, like, oh, like, this is so different from, like, the high and mighty Countess. Like, I don't think she's acting like that.
2: Lou is still the hill you're willing to die on. Yeah, I will die. (laughs) (laughs) He will die defending her honor.
1: Yeah. Uh, So then I guess the last big scene of this episode was Joanne Trattoria.
2: Yes, and Dorinda's hosting a dinner, and everyone knows Dorinda's friendship with one Stephanie Germanata, Lady Gaga. They,
1: like, had an Instagram together.
2: Well, yeah, what had happened was um, back last year, Lady Gaga tweeted something about, like, to Andy Cohen about how much she loves Dorinda. Yeah. She wasn't the only mega star to do it. Khloe Kardashian also did mm, that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, it, one thing led to another, and I guess Dorinda was invited to Gaga's like show in Atlantic City. So they have all these like yeah. Instagrams together, where they look like father. I mean, I <laughs> <love> <laughs> father. They look like mother, and, mother and daughter. Oh dear.
1: yeah, they they actually like. Lady Gaga could play Dorinda in the Dorinda, like, bio pit.
2: That's why they need to get Dorinda onto American Horror Story to play uh, Gaga's mom. Oh, my God. Uh, awesome. uh Ryan, Murphy, Ryan Murphy, if you're listening <laughs> to this, or if you know Ryan Murphy, tweet at him, or text yeah. him, and say, this is a free idea, you don't even have to credit us, I just want to see yeah. it happen.
1: I mean, he's taken on a house right before, this isn't, like, unprecedented. That's true. Yeah. And, like, Dorinda's already shown her acting chops in that Life of Pets slash Chevrolet or whatever commercial.
2: Uh, <laughs> she was actually, like, a horrible actress.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, this would be, like, a natural role for her, being Lady Garland's mother.
2: Oh, my God. What Do we have rumors of, like, what American Horror Story is going to be this year?
1: I don't think so, and I feel like it's late in the year to not know.
2: Okay, well, we'll keep an eye yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I heard it's going to be Slender Man. Oh,
1: I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, back to Joanne Trattoria. Uh, Lou comes in demanding a hot toddy, to, I guess, to help her, like, sore throat. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I will say, I just want to comment on everyone's outfits. I loved what everyone was serving us. Mm. What Jules was wearing, I liked. Well, Jules looked beautiful again. She looks
1: radiant. Like, she,
2: like... I think she might have a thing with that plastic surgeon. And that's making
1: bringing out her glow. I th- no. Get out of here. That, it, just th- a theory. That, that plastic surgeon was a proud homosexual. No, That was no, a he straight wasn't. man.
2: Anyways, okay, and then... I know you don't like Carol, so you can't see beyond some
1: things, but she, I liked, she's wearing like a bell sleeve. That was disgusting. I loved it. I did, even like looking past my... Carol this like yes I can cannot look past it. No, this is like boot or two like where they don't show the face, like I would have booted it rude yeah
2: um bethany's coat
1: situation was great i don't think it was a, i think it was like some body art like body, body armor. Armor. <laughs> but like i like I, I i will give it to her that i it was an interesting look i did enjoy it and then
2: um Drindid always has a statement top of yeah. some sort like
1: it's like it's always a chainmail variant <laughs> like
2: I, I love how you have like no idea how women's clothes work it was like
1: sequins I know, but it looked like chain Man. Like, it was very Final Fantasy. You think Lord of the Rings. armor? You just said Bethany was wearing body armor. Yeah, they both came in, like, prepared <laughs> for prepared war. For <laughs> they were prepared for battle. Um, um Lou and uh, Carol were cordial to each other. They were, like, Lou called everyone other than Carol bitches. Yeah. Because you bitches are supposed to be my friends, and you're not happy for me.
2: Um, and then... So they start talking about sex.
1: First of all, Sonia appeared pretty
2: late in the game. They had already, like, had yeah. appetizers, appetizers brought out. And then Ramona appears very late in the game. Yeah. And they're talking and about sex. She's
1: offended when, like, no one's acknowledging. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and then Bethany's trying to, like, I don't know. She says, you gotta ease into it. You just gotta let the tip. Uh-oh. And Ramona was like, you were already penetrating me from back at <laughs> the bar. How can I ease in?
1: Uh, I do like when... when when Lou was going on about, like, all the great things going on in her life, she's like, I have a penthouse, I have a terrace. Oh my god. <laughs> and all the women were like, what?
2: I'm glad she's back in the city.
1: Yeah, oh my god, thank god she has, like, a, a landing pad here in the city.
2: It was another moment of Lou where, like, Lou tried to make something all about herself. So, like, Bethany has a legitimate, like, something wrong with her where she has to get major surgery. Oh yeah, she's like, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm sick. sick. (laughs) It's just like when Jules' dad was dying. Yeah. And she had uh, Lou was so upset after being called a slut by Bethany.
1: Yeah, I I was saying this during the episode in between Catching Pokemon, and I'll say it again. Dorinda is the glue, and Lou is the star this season. Like, the scenes without Lou are a little lifeless, and like, once she comes in, like, she brings it and then, like, Dorinda's the one who, like, connects everyone. Like, makes it so that everyone can film a scene. Sure. And that's what's making this this season succeed. I do want to say, though, we're on episode 14. And I think it's safe to say at this point, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, the last season was better than this season.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, this season started off really, really strong. It started
1: strong. And the Berkshires were, were amazing. Probably the second best thing after Scary Island. But, last season, like, was strong throughout. We might get some good stuff at Mohegan Sun. Well, yeah, that's the big thing. We got the preview for next week's episode. Apparently, <laughs> the Housewives vacation this year will be the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. I've been to Mohegan Sun. This one in particular, or no? Isn't that the only one? Oh, maybe you're right. Because yeah. the other one up there is Foxwoods. I wasn't sure if it like Mohegan Sun was a chain or not. No. Uh... Uh, yeah i guess i don't know it's it's like this was like last season they went to atlantic city like which which wasn't the main vacation but it was still a good vacation i had faith for them in a casino yeah i mean well if they were able to make it happen in atlantic city hopefully they can carry that magic into the mohegan sun
2: (laughs) (laughs) this is like this is like a real houses of jersey big vacation yeah because Teresa so can't leave. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. They go to like Vermont, yeah. New Jersey this, this year, which I'm looking forward to. Um, but I think that's it for New York this week, right? Agree. Anything else? Uh, so we have a bunch of things to talk about. It's an unpopular opinion episode. That's, there's so AKA, many popular opinions. Aka, how do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion. I yeah, never <laughs> I left you hanging sort of oh on God, purpose. So rude. For <laughs> you you're supposed to be a co-host. <laughs> uh, so, but before we get to, so we open the the floor to our fans and listeners on popular opinions. And people had a lot yeah. to say. This is probably like one of the. If you guys like aren't part of the Facebook group, you're really missing out because it was. A shitstorm of unpopular opinions. (laughs) Uh, People's marriages were rocked to its core in the comment section. It was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, so uh, sort of we're gonna like go through our unpopular opinions. Yeah. But maybe in like the order of like Bravo and Housewives related stuff and then like some MTV VH1 stuff. And life stuff. And some life stuff. Yeah. What life popular Uh, opinion? I have some. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: So, okay, for Housewives to start. I want to say that, you know, a lot of people uh, throw Miami into the same category as DC. Like, it's dead, it's not important, it's not coming oh, back. Oh, well, I
2: have something to say about DC after you say this about Miami. Okay,
1: so I want to say Miami is a must-watch Housewives franchise mm-hmm. for any Housewives scholar. It's uh, it's three seasons, so it's not like... Uh, you know, just a quick one and done. Well, the first season was The first flaw. season sucks. But, like, you need to get through it just to, like, see, like, Meet Me Black, theme, like, Meantle Or just Elsa. do what I did with
2: Southern Charm. Just watch the last two episodes, and
1: then... <laughs> yeah, I guess you do that. Um, but the, the last two seasons were great, and, like, the fact that it was cancelled makes absolutely no sense.
2: Well, especially because... The second and third season, especially the third season, they really pumped up the production value.
1: Yeah, but, well, yeah both seasons, like, it was pretty... But the third season, like, looked like a film. Yeah, yeah well, they... they well, How... They... There was a movie out at that time. It was with, um, Kate Hudson and that woman everyone hates who won the Oscar. Oh, yeah. Hathaway. It was, like, M- Bride, Bride Wars? Wars? M- well, it wasn't
2: out at the time, but they sort of copied the yeah, premise. Yeah, they
1: copied, like, the premise of Bride Wars of... Uh, Adriana and Krupa. Yeah. Um, did either of them actually get married? Adriana did. Wasn't Adriana already married? Yeah, it was like so scandal. Like I think it was a situation where like Adriana already was, and then Krupa was like faking it, like um, uh, Gretchen and
2: one of my favorite reunions, I think, was season two of Miami. Yeah. It was like Anna, who's now on um, Food Network Star, yeah, versus yeah. Leah Black, and Anna
1: brought out like all the text messages. Yeah. It's like a like, true lawyer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's it's somewhat of an unpopular opinion amongst people who haven't actually watched it that it's like a relevant franchise, but you guys need. To get on the board. So, I guess I brought up DC, so give me your DC on popular opinion. DC should have gotten a second season. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I can't really comment on it, because I haven't seen it, which I
2: will... If if Mikhail Salahi hadn't crashed, I I think it would have gotten a second season. Hmm. But also, all of the drama surrounding Real Houses of DC between the wedding crash thing and Mikhail Salahi's public feud with uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. When yeah. she claims Whoopi Goldberg assaulted her backstage at The View. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that was still iconic. Mm-hmm. So, DC is iconic and that's my popular opinion.
1: Um, I do want to jump back onto Miami for a minute. Uh, former guest uh, of the show, P. Schlarn, did comment on Facebook, uh, Miami's one of the strongest in the franchise and should have kept going. He also says Blood, Sweat, and Heels was one of the best Bravo shows I has ever done. I never saw it. I don't know about you. No,
2: but I heard a rumor one time that Mario Singer uh, had an affair
1: with one of the people from mm, Blood, Sweat, and Heels. Uh, also, he says Jacqueline Loretta is an unappreciated gem, which you said Which in the past, I said, yeah. And I pretty much chewed that horn a little earlier in this episode. Uh, David, he says, David Bedore is handsome and delightful. <laughs> uh, and Cindy Barshop happened to come in at the wrong season. She could have succeeded if everyone, uh, didn't hate each other so much at that point. I eh, disagree. I disagree too. That is your... Very un- Your un- most unpopular opinion. opinion of them all, I would well, say. Well,
2: someone line. chimed in after him. Um, an yeah. Irish listener. And
1: one of our Irish fans, Connor B. Ann, aka Platinum Jones, said... Oh my God! True. I feel like Jules and Cindy would be an interesting. Would would have been really interesting together. No. In our first episode, we said that yeah. Jules stole Cindy's voice. Yeah. The voice that Cindy was never able to, to muster. So
2: I think you're wrong on. I think you're wrong on the Cindy Barshop thing, but I think you're on uh,
1: David Medor. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, David. David's having a little bit of a redemption now that like Shannon's welcomed him back into her life. Hmm. Um. So. Also, I.
2: What about, while we're on the uh, New York train, there's okay. like a few other thoughts that people have. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. More than one person said that Alex McCord is um, is underrated, and I will read it. Yeah. Um, it's Alex. He says, I genuinely believe that Alex McCord is one of the best real housewives of all time. Agreed. Those other women treated her like she was <laughs> subhuman, and she took their abuse like a champ Alex then went on and said, Luann literally told her to go Ooh. back to the cabinet. <laughs> she crawled out of." That was
1: back when like Lou was really mean. Yeah. And on the wrong side of history with Joe.
2: And then someone agreed with him and said, "Alex McCord is an icon." Yeah, speech liar.
1: I mean, I can agree to some extent. I think she. She was a champ. Like, the other women were so mean to her. She took
2: it too seriously, though, so it made it
1: uncomfortable to watch at times. Mm, well, the first of like, the season. Marriage Equality March, no, which was, was season cool. four. The Marriage Equality <laughs> March is, like, one of my favorite Housewives moments of all time. <laughs> and, like, Sonia was being such a lunatic during that. I know, but Alex was taking it way too seriously. In um, other Housewives Bravo unpopular opinions... This is an unpopular opinion of mine. Um, I support Caroline and the Manzos, but only in the context of New Jersey. Yeah. Like, I'm not on the Manzo with Children train, but like I miss her in the show. Yeah. I liked her, and I feel like a lot of people like got sick of her after a while. She did because she went too far
2: to the extreme of like washing her hands of like Teresa. Mm. But I will say, season Four, five. Season five, at the beginning, she's the one who has the sit-down with Teresa to, like, get them all back together. Yeah. Yeah. She had a matriarch-to-matriarch sit-down. mm mm-hmm. Another uh, Jersey uh, unpopular opinion is from Connor, who says, he just finished his season two binge, his first-time watcher yeah. of Jersey, and he felt quite bad for Danielle, and don't really like Teresa that much. Also, really feel bad for Danielle's kids who seem to be well adjusted.
1: Yeah. I think it was It was hard to root for Teresa for a few seasons because she was being like really I've um, never
2: rooted for Teresa since season
1: one. Yeah. I mean season one was her most endearing se- season probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah I mean I think Danielle had I mean <laughs> she was like a good cast member and like everyone
2: hated her. She flew to Jupiter, like, extremes of Jupiter by the end of her time on. She, like, she, like, reveled in, like, the evil mode. So by the end, like, her last reunion, it was just, like, too much. Yeah. Nobody wanted to be with her. They only had four people in the cast at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: hopping back onto the New York... Conversation, Caroline. We're just jumping all around. Yeah, it's all it's all. We're just jumping from <laughs> yeah. uh, Caroline Sundack says Simon Van Kempen's song "I'm Real" wasn't that bad. I dare say it was catchy. I do find myself like singing in my head, "I'm real" uh, on occasion. <laughs> so I, I definitely support that unpopular opinion. I can't get behind it. Sorry, Caroline. Yeah, um, and Bessa. Uh, says skinny girl brand candy. I'm a Bethany fan, but this is cray. I guess like if you are a Bethany fan, this could be an unpopular opinion because like you are striking out against Bethany and her business, and like that's that's like the wrong thing to cross Yeah. When it comes to Bethany. But like as a Bethany hater, like I bet all of her products, skinny girl products, taste like medicine because usually like like diet stuff tastes like. I've had Fake. the Skinny Girl Margarita back in the day. I had it back in the day, back in the day.
2: Yeah, like two thousand ten. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Or whenever it came out. Yeah. It was okay.
1: I didn't like it, but I will include that in our product roundup one day. Um, and then let's see anything else. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, uh, Tim Comso says I watched New York City Prep and liked it. I loved NYC Prep. Yeah, I think I think that's actually a popular opinion that like NYC Prep was one of the shows that Bravo should have kept going. But you, they but couldn't. they couldn't. Because, like, I remember when this was airing, like, all the kids who were in the show essentially got in trouble with their schools. Like, they wanted to kick them all out. It's, yeah. like, you it's hard to, like, build a show around people who are, like, in high school. And same with, like,
2: some of the shows don't work out just because it's bad for whoever's in them immediately. Like, Kell on Earth, which I thought was also a great show... They couldn't keep on doing it because it showed how bad that company was like, yeah. with their business. They yeah, were like barely struggling to like throw these events they were supposed to be experts in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. And then one more thing. Someone said, I liked Gallery Girls way more than Work of Art, which I, I thought everyone likes Gallery Girls the most. Oh yeah, that
1: was Baby Star, should be R. Uh, yeah, I don't... I never saw work of art. That was more of a reality competition show. Yeah. Gallery Girls was a traditional, uh, you know, Bravo-style, like, real-life show. Mm-hmm. And I, probably Gallery Girls is the thing I harass Andy with the most. Same. I'm always... I'm surprised he hasn't blocked me yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, we're, like, we're both so annoying to him. I'm always demanding, uh, a Gallery Girls reunion, a Gallery Girls season two, or a Gallery Girls reboot. And... He has not granted any of my wishes. Sad. Yeah. So moving off from like the the, the Bravo train, we have some comments on MTV VH1 shows. So uh, David Owen uh, commented, I somewhat enjoyed Wes from Real World Road Rules Challenge. And he was always painted as one of the villains. Have you ever watched Yeah, I, I
2: know who he's talking about because yeah. I, I watched earlier seasons. And i will say i went and looked at a picture of wes today yeah and i remember when i was young i was like oh wes is really cute i looked at him i looked back again and i was like oh i had low standards when i was like in the closets yeah he's
1: a little <laughs> creepy um but like he he definitely wasn't like an, an interesting different character from everyone else mm-hmm. like in an insane kind of way well yeah he was always freaking out at someone right yeah uh dave also says here's one real world cancun is an underrated season that brought the one and only turtle face bitch which was uh one of the cast members i can't even remember i should have looked up what her name was but she was like she was uh like the skinny little girl um and she ended up on a few challenges too Uh, i didn't watch that season because i i looked up the time period of when it
2: aired and i had just moved to the city and i didn't have a tv it was like um, summer of like 2009
1: yeah, well, that's when Dave and I were living together and watch like still watching this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then Caroline also chimed in and said that season also featured LMFAO hanging out with CJ, uh, and then Dave acknowledged the fact that LMFAO being on the on that season probably is a negative against it. Yeah, everyone should actually check out this Facebook thread because there are conversations going on. Yeah, and cross cross friendship, cross generational conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um. Also, Alex chimed in again and said MTV's Story Life was a great show. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Yeah, I liked that too. Same. I re- the, only, the only character I really remember though was there was like one girl with like a very heavy curl. Same, yeah. I know like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah.
2: But like that's another show where the people, administrators of the
1: college probably saw it and were like, nope. Yeah, no exactly. More. Uh, and then, I you lumped this in with, with MTV and VH1. I don't know how much it fits in. Connor <laughs> says, I legit think Braxton Family Values is the, is like the warm, funny, dramatic family reality show Keeping Up With The Kardashians could be. Okay, I lumped it in because I thought it was on VH1. Because uh, <laughs> no, I have no idea. I, I think it's to not like a or something. I refuse to acknowledge this show. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he like essentially begs us to bring up the show anytime we open the floor up to questions. So I think we need to, like, set a ban for Braxton Family Values ever being discussed again. We will never mention their name ever again. And then Tim, um, unpopular opinion, Tim Comso also chimed in with this unpopular opinion, he was devastated when Megan Wants a Millionaire was cancelled mid-season. We talked about this show, yeah. didn't we, back yeah. in a few episodes yeah. ago? Yeah, we were talking about this during the spin-off episode, yeah. and the reason it was cancelled was because one of the contestants killed someone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Megan was a star, and it's too bad her show was cancelled, but it's understandable why the <laughs> <each> one <laughs> cancelled it. Um, so then we get to a few more, uh, general unpopular opinions. Neil Riley says, uh, and this is a Drag Race. On this opinion. comment had me shook. Yeah, Brendan like read core. this and like, couldn't believe it. <laughs> he <laughs> said the ra- so Neil says the Raven Jujubee dancing on my own lip sync is not only not as good as everyone says it is, it is a dour tone reflected reflecting a dour season. And this
2: is on RuPaul's Drag Race yes. All Stars Season One.
1: Yes. And I consistently put this
2: in my ranking of like one favorite of lip syncs.
1: So, okay, I see his point, and let me elaborate on this point for him without knowing exactly if this is what he means. Mm-hmm. You can turn on uh, Dita Ritz's lip sync. Mm-hmm. You could turn on Roxy Andrews lip sync, mm-hmm. which are both regarded as like two of the, the most iconic ones and appreciate it independently. The reason the Raven Jujubee one is good because of the history and the context yeah. but in and of itself as like a lip sync for your like performance it's not like like if you saw two drag queens like crying performing to dancing on my own uh it wouldn't really make sense yeah so like i see his point i know but context is key yeah i know i, un- I understand what you're saying um,
2: i reject that opinion
1: yeah Do you have any, uh, drive race unpopular opinions?
2: Um, (laughs) uh, yeah, that I thought the princess was hot.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Delete it. Um, also we have, uh, uh, Dave was, I mean, you don't really know Dave, but he's full of unpopular opinions. Uh, he said, for those of you, this is truly digging back. Uh, in terms of the, the CBS short-lived reality show Kid Nation, which allow me to explain, the, uh, it was kind of like they throw kids in the, the wild wild west. Like into like a
2: like a old timey town. An old timey
1: town, and they like are in teams and like are fending for themselves. Dave says, I felt that the big kids were too easy on the little kids in Kid Nation. And this is a show Dave and I both watched back in the day, and, I, and then I responded to him and I said, Did you want the the, the big kids that beat the shit out of little kids. Oh, God. And then Dave says, among other things, yes, I felt the big kids should have been living like kings and queens with the little kids doing all their bidding. Made me feel like the show was scripted. I think this is a very unpopular opinion and a crazy
2: opinion, in fact. This show, if you like, you read up on it because the contracts for the show were crazy. Yeah. Basically, like, we, like, CBS made these parents promise that, like, if something bad happens to their kid, it was, like, by the grace of God. Yeah, or like, like if the kid
1: died, like, it wasn't CBS's fault. It's definitely, like, for a reality fan, a must, a must watch. A must watch. I probably cried during a few episodes as well. Um, any other unpopular opinions you have?
2: I think an unpopular opinion that I feel like I've mentioned on the show now that we're in, like, Big Brother season. Mm-hmm. I think that... Frankie Grande was a good Big Brother player. Agree. I and think he played the game well. Yeah,
1: he was a good competitor. He was a social media mogul. He knew that, like when he was
2: about to, when his life was in risk in the show, he brought up that his sister was an internationally renowned pop star. <laughs> and to give you the context of when this happened, this was twenty fourteen. So. Yeah. Ariana Grande wasn't like the Ariana Grande that we know are at this level.
1: Like she only had Problem at that point. Yeah. And she actually came onto the show like to sit in the studio audience and watch. And yeah, like, and Problem was coming out that
2: summer so it's not like they knew it It had come out like... No, it had
1: come out in the spring. But it yeah, was but like still during the, the like, summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. A lot like the internet hates Frankie Grande. I
2: know. I was so hoping that he was going to be one of the attorneys just because I would love seeing people's Tweets about him. Yeah.
1: Um, I have an unpopular opinion as well. Okay. It's a Kardashian unpopular opinion. You know, from the get go, I've been Team Courtney and anti Chloe from the very beginning. Because I thought Chloe was showboating and I thought Courtney was like very clever. And I feel like now. 11 seasons in, people are finally seeing the light. I One
2: of my popular opinions is that I can't, I don't like Chloe anymore.
1: Yeah. But, okay, you had a
2: problem with Chloe showboating, but you're, like, fine with all of the Countess's behavior this season?
1: Yes. Because, <laughs> like, Chloe's not funny. Like, it's not funny to me. <laughs> that, this may be one of my most unpopular opinions. Uh, so, I will die on that hill as well. I will support, Lou and drag Cocoa to the depths. um Also, I don't like dogs and pets, mainly because I'm allergic to them. So that's an unpopular opinion. That's and, okay. And cheese, because I'm allergic to that, and that's also an unpopular. Opinion. I have
2: I have said this in the past to Dan's face that I think that he is making up these allergies. I've well, you for seen, attention. Well,
1: you've seen me be allergic in front of Poppy, Granoff, Jamie. But that's dog. just like
2: how Lou was playing sick today. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, and I've had like I have like a cheese allergic reaction like at least once every other year
2: prove it go into that (laughs) fridge
1: (laughs) there's there's no cheese today and also like less to do with allergies and more to do with personal preference I really don't like ground meat I don't like burgers or hot dogs or sausages anything where it's like all a mystery
2: and people like love that I love a hot dog I had one on Monday yeah I, I had a burger on Monday I had a
1: veggie burger and like my whole family and Alex drive me to hell for eating the veggie burger instead of a hamburger.
2: Didn't your family recently say that you're not fun unless you're drinking? Oh
1: my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is I hope an unpopular opinion. <laughs> uh, do you have any other unpopular opinions you want uh, uh, opinions you want to share?
2: It, it's more like some people like delved into the more underappreciated or whatever things. I said that a show that I'm like that a lot of people don't like was the Oprah behind the scenes of mm. the 25th season show
1: i would not say that's an unpopular opinion i would say it's an underappreciated yeah opinion it's not like people disliked it
2: yeah just people weren't aware of it as much but it was so good
1: sherry salada yeah uh also we have a few more underappreciated uh, listener, un- 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 underappreciated uh unpopular opinions. so laura von bergen says maybe not unpopular but underappreciated and getting lost in the sands of time uh, the greatest speech ever made on reality TV, Sue's famous Ratton Snake speech from Survivor Season 1. Which, fun fact, I quoted a line from that speech in my yearbook quote, senior year. What line did you quote? Oh my god, I can't even remember, but I could, I'm, I'll pull it up one day and show you.
2: But, like, I agree, because I feel like right after that happened, it was the biggest thing to ever happen. And well, then, Survivor was, like,
1: the biggest show. Yeah, but
2: nobody talks about that moment anymore.
1: Well, I think also, like, I was a senior in high school at that time. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, or, like, maybe a, maybe I was a going into my senior year. Like I was a junior going into my senior year, possibly. Okay. Um, but, like, people, oh, I'm sure a lot of people, like, were maybe a little young for the show. Like, if you were, like, in middle school or something. We need to,
2: like, look into where she is now and where uh, that Kelly
1: kelly came back for an all-star season recently oh she did yeah that's weird what kelly wigglesworth oh, <laughs> and richard hatch is in prison right uh he went to prison for tax evasion but i think he's out now
2: he used to be a guest on some show i watched all the time like mm-hmm. the joy behar hln show or something like oh, wow. that.
1: Oh uh we have a few other unpopular opinions before we move on to the freak of the week and the one true queen so val uh who's been a friend of the show for a while said this is uh, An unpopular show, but I watched the one and only season of Mr. Personality hosted by the Monica Lewinsky back in 2003. The premise was that the women had to choose a man based solely on his personality because they were all wearing different colored masquerades, ski mask hybrids. So she posted like a screenshot of it too and it looked like a horror movie. It really <laughs> did. <laughs> like it looked like uh, The Purge, like <sighs> let free. you know the what brain it looked like?
2: Uh, oh. The one that's coming out now? Yeah. You know, the night okay sorry, oh. a little bit of a tangent. Uh Pride Night. Yeah. We were at Boiler Room together and you left and I yeah. had to make friends and fend for myself. Oh yeah. Um and I met the guy who made all those masks, who designed those masks. Huh.
1: For the movie? Yeah. Oh wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's a fun fact. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it looks like a horror movie. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. and like
2: I forgot that there was a point in time when Monica Lewinsky had nothing else to turn to but, like, reality TV. Mm-hmm. And she was on... She was on
1: the Tom Green show, remember? Yeah. When she was making a purse line. Well, there's there was a recent article how, like, her whole life has been trying to, like, make the most of what she can. Yeah. Because it's hard for her to get, like, just a regular job. Her TED Talk on bullying is good. Yeah. Uh, so I guess our one last unpopular opinion... Uh, so Dave chimed in once again and said, I also think naked, afraid, naked and Afraid is currently the best reality show on television. So I've never seen that. I don't even know what the premise is. Like I think naked, they're naked, naked, and naked and Afraid. Yeah. Uh, so then, the more interesting than his unpopular opinion, uh, his wife Bessa chimed in and said, What? You legit come home at a decent hour to watch The Bachelorette. She exposed him as being a Bachelorette super fan. And then she had screenshots of his texts. The, the receipts. It felt like a
2: Housewives reunion. It felt like a Housewives reunion. So, um,
1: you guys are missing out on the Facebook page if you haven't already tuned in. Uh, have you been keeping up with The Bachelor right now that she brings it up? Because I know you were super into JoJo and her antics.
2: So, like, I watched the first episode and then, like... You were so in love. I was so wanting to, like, keep up with it. Mm. But, you know, when you miss an episode yeah. and then, like, you're too deep in. so I Also, like, time. their
1: episodes are two hours long. So, yeah. it's like
2: tough. I'll watch next Bachelorette. I refuse to watch The Bachelor, though. Yeah. I feel like it's anti feminist. Okay. But The Bachelor
1: is pro feminist. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to our freak of the week and the one true queen. So, Brennan, who's the freak this week?
2: Oh my god. So, Jill, <laughs> our good friend Jill Zarin, yeah. back from the Upper East Side. She, I didn't notice this because Jill Zarin boxed me on Twitter. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. um,. She had tweeted at uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, Miranda, yeah, the guy who's created created Hamilton. and is in Hamilton, and had said, "Hi, this is at ten thirty in the morning on July fourth. Hi, Allie and I are so excited to see you tomorrow night. Would love to meet after." And she hashtagged Hamilton, R H N Y C, which is not the proper yeah. hashtag, and Bravo TV.
1: Like she does not been on the show in half a decade yeah <laughs> and
2: then she posted 2 30 p.m that's several hours later at him again can i dm you follow me thanks jill Zarin.
1: so the, the story takes a turn it takes a turn so she posts two pictures uh at uh the show the first one was with Ally holding the playbill in front of the stage during intermission and the caption really shook me to my core as well she said, "Intermission at Hamilton musical last week, of original cast. Last week of the original. Yeah, cast. last week of original cast, uh, which I think Jonathan Groff already left a few weeks ago. But that's beyond the point. Lin Manuel and two others are And like moving. someone else is leaving. Yeah, I don't know anything um, about Hamilton. Yeah, I'm not a Broadway baby. baby. Uh, but anyway, it goes on. People are sleeping outside for days to get a seat. The energy is insane. Can't not wait for Act 2. I feel like her mentioning people sitting outside waiting for a seat while she's inside is very, like... Also, is that how Broadway works?
2: Can somebody fill me in on this? Because every time I've been to a Broadway show, I've gotten a ticket and gone into the theater.
1: I guess you could sleep outside and maybe they'll (laughs) give you a ticket. So then eventually she posts another picture after the show with Lin-Manuel wearing a Legend of Zelda t-shirt for you uh, gamers out there, uh, hugging... Uh, Allie. Shapiro. Allie Shapiro. Uh, Jill's daughter. <laughs> you correct <laughs> me from saying Allie Zarin. Uh, He said, And then Jill says, Such an incredible talent. Your legacy lives on forever. Um, He's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm like sad that she was able to make it happen.
2: I'm proud of Jill Zarin. Oh, uh, okay. Even
1: though she blocks you, yeah. you still want her to I succeed. I don't know why she blocks me. I was probably like... I don't know. What yeah. Was doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that brings us s- our queen, the one true queen this week. The 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 queen of pop is back, saving the pop music industry. Fergie dropped MILF money. Uh, was it like Friday? I don't know. I don't know. It was since the last episode aired, uh, and like when, when I first heard the song, I thought it was a step in a better direction from that song that they used on the. Hamptons la 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 la. La la la, la, la 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 Hamptons Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that song was a flop But then this song Mel Money, Like I heard it Like it was interesting it was a beat, Da 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 la. The music video Was Amazing Yeah She Has earned her Her title As the one true queen this week By bringing on Sierra Who looks great Chrissy Teigen Who looked great Was breastfeeding and the queen kim k kimberly kardashian uh west west and then like there was a bunch of other model cameos up. sort
2: of like sort of like when taylor swift has like yeah a like a Selena gomez and then has like whoever martha washington is what's yeah. her
1: name martha martha wash no no <laughs> No, I have she no idea. She has a friend <laughs> named Martha. I forget her last name. I, I, I really have no idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not a Broadway baby, and I'm also not a model baby. Uh, so, but there's a bunch of other, I don't know, it's just, like, Remember this, when you said you weren't a Spice, a spice baby. baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone. Uh, no, but it's a great video. It's, like, it's definitely, like, taking a page from Katy Perry's book, but that's fine, because Katy Perry steals from everyone. Why Katy Perry's book? It's, like, a very, like, teenage dream, like, Aesthetic, like the California Girls music video, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like a lot of videos from that era, like very um, cartoony. a part. Hunt. Okay, I don't, I still don't know who that <laughs> is, but anyway, yeah. So she wins the one true queen this week. Congratulations Good for, for her. Okay, so uh, that's it.
2: That's our show. Um, of course, we want to make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play, and please leave us some. Reviews.
1: <laughs> also you follow us on twitter uh, also on facebook jump into the comments it's yeah. not too late so, the- some <laughs> of your questions and thoughts to us there and then also next week we're going to be having a very big uh, birthday episode for Brendan because his birthday actually falls on a Wednesday night so that's going to be yes. a lot of fun we're going to have a live studio audience who are we going to have I, don't know. I mean it's your birthday we'll figure it out uh, but, so you could also email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. So, Brendan, where can we find you online?
2: Yeah. Um, at not, at not Brendan. Yeah. On, uh, Twitter and yeah.
1: Snapchat. Okay. okay. I don't know why I said Snapchat, but sure. it's the same. What about you? Uh, I'm on IDK, idk on Twitter, and also, uh, you can find me on Pokemon Go, catching <laughs> them all. Oof
2: Uh, (laughs) it's gonna be like me tomo all
1: over again it's gonna be dead in like a week oh whatever let's just have fun (laughs) Uh, so make sure you like comment subscribe heart share retweet love me love me please retweet see you next week see you next week bye bye I
0: wanna see ya